Denny Hamlin wins at Kansas. Will drivers have to go through him to win the title? Round of 12 shocker. Chase Elliott's clutch performance gets him in while Brad Keselowski is out. Plus, up-and-coming racer Daniel Silvestri joins the podcast. Episode 39 of For the Lead is next. You're listening to For the Lead from the Man Cave of Mayhem Studios. Here's Connor Bunn and Timothy Martin. All right, everybody, welcome back to For the Lead. I'll be the first one to say I know all of you are thinking I hate that intro that you do. Why? Because, for one, this isn't the news, okay? This isn't the nightly oh news, for one. And Damn. you sound like a weather boy. Um, just get rid of that. Just pop some intro music in and let's get this thing rolling. We don't we don't need no news. This is a podcast. All righty. So... I, I speak for the the fellow leaders when I when I say that. Why why don't we put a poll up and see who who really hates that? Jeez, it's got to be everybody. But welcome back to Fellow Lead. Um, thanks for joining us for another episode. I don't even know what episode this is, but thanks for joining us. That's uh, thirty nine. Episode. Just said that. I just said that. Really? Well, I zone out during your little newsboy press right there. I know that's the highlight of your the show for you, but. Uh, but yeah, welcome back to For the Lead. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and I believe you can find us on Facebook at For the Lead. So give us a shout on there. Um, for those of you who are watching on Twitter right now, we thank you. And uh, yeah, so let's just get the show rolling. Uh, what a show we've got. Obviously coming off of the Kansas race, round of 12 finale. A lot of drama in the last 10, 15 laps of that race for sure. Uh, we got a big week coming up because uh, Martinsville, this is our home home race, home track. Uh, so we're about, I don't know, what is it, 45 minutes from Martinsville? And uh, so we'll be down there Saturday and Sunday. You looking forward to that? Yep. You want to elaborate a little bit more? It's going to be fun. Want to continue to elaborate? Next question. Um, we're going to be down there on Saturday, uh, sun all day Saturday. Actually, we got Martinsville was great. We got hot passes and all that stuff. So that was really cool. So we're going to try to get some, uh, drivers, uh, while we're down there. Who, who are you looking forward to chatting with? Whoever we can find. Really? Whoever we can find who will chat with us. Anybody who's around. I mean, you can't really miss drivers at Martinsville cause everything's so compacted, but, um, looking forward to seeing Natalie. Um, you know, hope Kyle Busch is always a hopeful, but he's always the one that we just can't seem to to get near. And um, I don't know. Be cool to talk to Chase, but that's also another hard task. So maybe Probably Jeb. So. Yeah, I mean, because we're going to be in the pits on Saturday. Harrison. Qualifying. And actually, yeah, I mean, Harrison, uh, we're talking with Harrison Burton's folks right now. We're going to have him uh, on the podcast here in the next few weeks if we don't talk to him on Saturday. So uh, that's exciting. Obviously, he had the big news that he's going to replace Christopher Bell in the 20 car. I think that's huge for Harrison. Um, I mean, I think that's that's just big news for him. Uh, and I mean, I, I've, I've said all along, I think he's a better Xfinity driver than he is a truck driver. Um, and I think we're going to get to see that we've seen some great potential moments from him in the Xfinity series, but he's just not been given any breaks by the guys he's racing around. That's for sure. No, but Xfinity series, is, as we saw this past Saturday, it's been pretty cutthroat the last, uh, last few weeks. Oh, it has. I yeah. mean, um, I mean, that's been, we'll, we'll, we're going to talk about that. Uh, in NASCAR Nuggets, but yeah, the Xfinity Series was, whew, that was like uh, pull the gloves off and go to town. 
Um, speaking of pull the gloves off, I almost pulled the gloves off about an hour ago because we raced the Daytona 500. Uh, season two of NASCAR Heat Four is underway. Who won season one? Uh, Connor won season one. Connor's gonna win every season. I'm not by gonna a whopping two hundred some odd points. Win. Until uh, you change your strategy or you just listen to the advice I give you, you're not gonna win. What is the strategy change? Uh, you pit your car, five laps earlier than anybody else on your green flag. Your like that's gonna do anything. Your car goes faster. No, it doesn't. The top screen goes faster. I keep has nothing that. to do with the game. I keep saying nothing that. to do. Um and. I won the last two races, actually. I came off back-to-back wins of uh, one at Phoenix and one at Homestead. But well, what was that good for? That was good for nothing. But, uh, you know, I mean, you're already up 15 points after the Daytona 500 because you ran the yellow line and then tried to tell me I couldn't pass below the yellow line. Can't pass below the yellow line. But it's not a rule in the game. Shouldn't it be a rule in the game? You said, I want a realistic NASCAR game. That's so not realistic. You want to make it as realistic, realistic as possible? When you get in a wreck, you should go to the garage and not come back out. So if Then that, you would finish realistic? one race a year. Is that realistic? You wouldn't finish half of the races of the year. I mean, I'll, if you want to go by that, I'll be happy to go by that rule. Um, if, All if, right. If you get in a wreck, um, a wreck, and your front end is this, it's the smashed up front end, where the front end is smashed up. All right. You're done. I'm willing to play by those rules okay well we're gonna set those rules you right flip here. you're done yeah you flip you're done i mean you you can hit the wall that's fine yeah. there's no big deal about that but if a car slides down and you slam and t-bone that car and your front end is destroyed you're done because in real life you would be done can you choose to pit not fix damage and ride around for points you know, wise because in this game if you have 16 seconds worth of damage you're gonna be off the base yeah, but your front end can be destroyed, and you only have four seconds worth of damage. Mm, true. So, I'm uh, speaking of pulling it to the garage early <laughs> in Martinsville. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this man rage quitted. He couldn't get by me at Martinsville. He gave up 50 laps in the race. The car was horrible. Pulled it in the garage. Well, I I did something different setup wise to the car, and it was it was terrible, and it sucked, and. Martinsville, if you do, we race fifty percent. So I don't know what you people at home do. Um, you know, if you do the seven percent or the twenty-five percent or whatever the options are, we do fifty percent. So we do half the race. So literally, I mean, it's an hour and a half that we're racing one race. I mean, we just got done racing Daytona. That was about an hour and fifteen minutes, hour and a half race that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, Martinsville is if you're running bad and you know. You I were in, was like, second or third. Yeah, but you were pulling away so much, and you shouldn't be able to do that at Martinsville. Because I know how to brake, I know how to turn, I know when to get on the gas, and you just think it's all throttle, hard on the brakes. Throttle, hard on the brakes, try and get it to turn. I agree. Like I do agree with you with that. I have one speed, and that is the, that is high gear. Yeah, and um, you can't. Unfortunately, that's just not realistic. Well, I know, so... So it's clearly you that are the your 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 argument that it's a top screen. You just talked in circles and rebuttaled yourself. It is not that. It is your mental approach to the race that you just have one speed. He doesn't adapt as That's the race. That's my goes whole on. approach to life. You have one speed. I only have one speed. Mm. Uh, it's like go get it done. You know so. 
yeah, it's a struggle. It's a struggle because I do I and, and the, my problem with NASCAR heat is I never drive ever, any corner the same. I'm always driving it differently. I get you know I go in, I can't ease it in. I go in, I clip the white line, I come up, slide up the track because you hit those you know that vibration when you hit the line. That happened at Daytona over and over and over again. I can't hold the bottom because I hit that yellow line and it sends me midway up the track. So. Do you enjoy beating me every single race and not having any competition? Yes, I genuinely do. do. Of course you do. I want to see. I want your car to for you to see my car parked in victory lane. That's what I'm there for to beat you, and I'm doing a damn good job of it. All right. I'm on like my seventh championship now from Heat Three and over to Heat Four. Yeah. Be interesting to go back to Heat Three now and and see what that's like. Oh God, Um, probably horrible. I mean, just to see what it see what it feels like because it's kind of like you getting a new iPhone. You you get a new iPhone and then you hold your other iPhone and it's like. Really? Did I use this? Because this just feels so much more weird and clunky. What is this brick? Yeah, it's like the button. I got the new iPhone, and uh, the old one had the button. And I, I look at the button, and I'm like, this is odd. This is weird now. So, um, Before we get to Martinsville, you're waiting on an arrival of something. And it. I did not get, you know, we haven't gotten a shipping confirmation from that yet. Why so don't you check that right now? I did. I checked it earlier today, and it doesn't say shipped. It, said, it says processing you know hope, hopefully it will ship by the 21st today's the 21st connor's waiting on that what is this what is it what is it that you so wanted it's a toyota hoodie <laughs> toyota hoodie it's like a vintage toyota hoodie right yeah and we it's very they're very popular apparently but uh not really well we saw people on tv wearing them uh toyota the sports stars toyota probably gifted them though i'm sure they did um but uh, are you how disappointed are you going to be if that does not come by saturday Pretty pissed. I mean, ordered it last Wednesday. I mean, how how long do you need to put it in a box and, and ship it out? I mean, if you're Toyota Outfitters, you're a big company. You can – I mean, if it's not shipped by Wednesday, I'm going to be extremely pissed. If it's not shipped by Wednesday, unless it's coming from somewhere North Carolina or somewhere, it's not going to be here. Well, yeah, exactly, and I'm going to be pissed because, like, how do you order something and then a week later it's not even shipped I'm gonna, yet? I'm going to make a prediction that it's going to arrive on Saturday. You're not going to be able to wear it Saturday. No, wear it Sunday whatever or it just doesn't show up at all well it's on back order back order <laughs> back order for a couple months all right what else we got to talk about any uh any uh, anything else going on in our world yesterday as we as we transition to the kansas race we watched the kansas race here um in the studio and i if it, it was like it was really weird for me because it was like i don't know it was like two different it was like you know, I was going through all kinds of emotions because Chase was out. I was convinced he was not going to make it. Um, and even with five to go, I was convinced he was not going to make it. And and then, you know, I thought he might have a chance with Hamlin. And then the caution came out. And then there was the question of did they take the, ch- uh, the yellow, blah, blah, blah. But you were just seem miserable the whole race. Um, you were just, like, upset the whole race about Kyle Busch. And he's in. I don't care. I want to win. I don't care about getting to the next round. I don't care about Chase Elliott at this point. I want to see Kyle win. It's what I want to see. And it's so frustrating that we've created this package where you could race and pass, but where? From 5th to 15th? Because you're damn sure not passing for the lead with this package. You can have four tires and fresh tank of fuel when you're not getting by the first place car. All right, since you brought up the package, we're going to go ahead and talk about this package. Um, and... Obviously, Kyle Busch had something to say about it when he got out of the car. Here's what he had to say. 
track position, I guess, uh, in, this, in this package. Just there at the end, you're running wide open, and the guy out front's running wide open, and you can't pass him. You just can't get enough of a run around the outside before he can throw a block. So, um, you know, you just can't can't get what you need to get there at the end. But um, guys put up a good fight all day. We, we had a lot of issues. I hate it for everybody at M&M's and all of our M&M's associates that uh, we weren't able to score a win for them. But, um, you know, we're on to the next round, so I guess that's all that matters. So there's Kyle Busch's comments that he had told NBC after the race. But here's my thing. If there's something wrong with the package, there's something wrong with the package, okay. But I don't hear anybody else complaining about the package, really. I mean, maybe maybe they do occasionally. I know Jimmy had some complaints after one race recently. Maybe it was Vegas that you couldn't pass or somewhere. But, I mean, I don't hear an overwhelming garage this package needs to change would you agree with that because this package was designed to benefit them kyle bush runs away with eight wins last year it's the same thing they did in 2010 with jimmy with the points they take that that they change up the point system after he won five in a row and he didn't win another one okay and did you hear anybody complaining about it except jimmy johnson no kyle bush won eight races last year switch up the package on him to benefit other the I'll call it the field, and you're, of course, you're not going to hear guys like Chase Elliott complaining about that stuff. You're not going to hear people like Denny Hamlin. I mean, you're but not. Martin Truex, granted, he'd have to go on a, 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 you know, win a few more. He could win eight races this year. So yeah. So they they got rid of the package. So Kyle, they changed the package so Kyle couldn't win eight races. So Truex could win eight. So somebody else could win eight races. It's not the amount of races that they changed it that you couldn't win. They wanted to make it more competitive. They were Did t- they do that? No. You cannot compete for the damn lead. I'm not interested in watching a battle for 15th on NBC 44 laps into the race. I'm and not. I'm, I'm not, not agreeing with you on, on all of this. I'm just playing devil's advocate for the sake of, of creating an argument, a conversation, not an actual argument, but arguing the other side. So go ahead. It's frustrating to see your favorite driver week in and week out be consistently faster than the leader and can't get by him. Does, Saw it at Darlington does, firsthand. Kyle was running way faster laps last 30 laps than Eric Jones. Couldn't get by him, though, because it's the package. Does this? Is it just the package, or if you look at the other Gibbs cars, they've they've gotten how many wins? Well, Struis have five or six. He's got six. He's got So he's got six. So he's got six. Hamlin has how many? Five. Five. So, so that is 11. So the other Gibbs cars have 11 wins, correct, with Jones' one. Yep. To... Bush's four. Is it just the package, or have these other Gibbs cars, are they doing something? Have they found something that Adam Stevens and them don't want to do or don't know about? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's behind the wheel, but it's driving style, too. I mean, this you've taken the skill out out of the driver. I I do agree with that. I'll leave it at that. I mean, I do agree with you about that. Um, But... My, I think somebody would argue that it, well, but it's it's the same for every. If Kyle everybody. had the lead yesterday, Denny wouldn't have been able to get by him. Right. Because um, there's no skill involved. It's just all gas, no brakes. So, ag- totally agree with you. So, if that's the case, then isn't it Kyle's job to get the lead before Denny? It's his job, yeah. And. <laughs> Without situational stuff happening, then that probably would have happened because he was in second. Got damage from Clint Boyer from Daniel Suarez making it five wide and had to come down, fix that. And then the throttle was sticking. We had to 
go under the hood and change a return spring and, and stuff like that. So it's just a bunch of shit like that's situational and like tires don't even matter anymore. That's why we're going to this one hub BS. We're going to get rid of pit crews because they don't even matter anymore. Uh, you can be, you can race on one set of tires for the rest of the race. Kyle could come down and grab four with three to go, restart second, and still not win the race. That's pretty much oh, just how no, the package I, is. So I, I'm, it's just I agree with that. Um, situational BS. It's literally. I mean, my only thing is, my only point is, everybody else has to, everybody else has to play by that that those rules. So Kyle Busch should be able, should have to adjust to it too. Everybody else had to adjust to it. So. Well, you don't think he's not trying to adjust? Well, no, you don't I mean, I'm think sure he's he trying is. to. Um, but when you have Kyle Busch, who was leaps and boundaries and miles ahead, talent wise, skill wise, and clearly the best driver in the sport last year, and then you take the stripes off the leopard or the spots off the leopard and give them this, what do you expect? They've taken the skill away from the driver. So your well, I don't what's well what's the what's the answer? Go back to last year's package? I don't know what the answer is, but <laughs> I mean, I think NASCAR when you I can't pass. Like you I mean, it's so frustrating. I don't like it either. I wish we could go back to the the package they ran in like the 1999 to be honest with you. Um because that was a lot about driver. Uh, it was all about driver, really. Um, and back in the '90s, and and I mean, but it does seem like we're we're inching toward. I mean, I, it's crazy to say this, but you look at some of the things like you just mentioned. You know, getting rid of the pit crews and all the single lug nut and all that. I mean, we're inching toward everybody shows up that NASCAR provides them their car and they get in it and and that's and every they car, slap a every number car on is it built and... the same exact way and configuration. How do you think Kyle would do in that situation? I mean, if he's the best driver. Don't you think that would benefit him, or would you not still not? Is there any skill, or we got to run all, all gas, no brakes? And is there aero involved? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, if every car is, theoretically, every car should be the exact same car. No aerodynamic advantages. Well, one of the no... bigger problems is is these damn things are so, the downforce is so low. These things are stuck to the damn track. You can't even pull out switch lanes without the air affecting you that much. So why is this so... That's why the Xfinity series is so is so much yeah. better. You got the perfect then, amount of downforce. You got the perfect design car with the composite body. So you hit the wall. You don't you don't destroy the damn right. thing, and you can compete because there's a perfect amount of downforce. You know, driver skill. I guarantee you that we put this package in the Xfinity series. Bell might not have seven wins this year. I, yeah. Uh, so, I'd like to see I'd like to see all the cup cars run in Xfinity in the Xfinity race. I'd love to see which like this that. might be on pace to piss me off next year because if Bell runs twenty fifth every week because this package just takes away all his skill his first year, then I'm be pissed because I guarantee you he's not a twenty fifth but twenty fifth place it, driver. It appears as though, and I think NASCAR has said we're, you're gonna you're, we're having that this is the package next year. Now it's gonna change with the new car. Well, yeah, but so, I mean it's like you're gonna have to live with this for another year. Yeah, but I'm just saying if 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 that's if that's what stops Christopher Bell, I mean. We're wanting all these great drivers to come up in the sport, but the only thing stopping them is is NASCAR's big foot that they put on this package for for some reason. So, yeah, I don't know what's behind it. Um, I mean, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I mean, I'm more of a of the you know everybody. I'm more of in the yes. I'm sure it's hurt Kyle Busch, but pull your pants up and do what everybody else has done and go out there and adapt to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, easier said than done. Certainly, it's a different package. But I mean. I will also say, what race did we see it? Joey Logano started way in the back and came up, and did he win the stage? I mean, so I don't know. That was a race. That was the first race in the the uh, the 
Dover, I think maybe it was. No, it was. It was uh, um, I mean, it was Las Vegas. Las Vegas. So, to wrap this up, last question. How and does Kyle that was on pace to do that too. If he didn't slap the wall and then, you know, ass pack the fifty-two car. Right. So, but I have a hard time with the I, you can't pass argument when somebody does at the drop of the green flag. You probably have half the field that the cars are trimmed out for to run speed, and then you guys got, oh. got like Logano who was tw- who qualified twenty fifth or twenty second, whose car was designed for handling. So six laps in the race, whenever when all the trimmed out cars handling and went away, then he's able to drive by him because his car is I, so. I feel like this trimmed out car thing is something new. Maybe I just have forgotten about it. I don't remember. I don't remember ever hearing about this when I was growing up. No, nah, people 90s. have been bringing trimmed out but, cars for. I mean, for it, years. But. I mean, it seems like we're seeing it more. I mean, here's a – put this into perspective. You know something happened for the third time ever in NASCAR history this weekend? Yeah, wasn't it like uh, something to do with everybody who started in the Every, top ten didn't, exactly. didn't finish in the top ten? They did not finish in the top ten. And you look at David Reagan who qual- – I mean, what is the point, though? You qualify second, and he was already a lap down after like ten laps. Because, look, teams are bringing more trimmed-out cars this year than they have ever because – you can't pass. Teams are under those in, impressions that you can't pass. So you, where you qualify, that's where you're, you're going to stay. Well, the front row team well, front got, row. That, got that a little wrong because Reagan dropped like a rock. Well, front row is a little off. It was like unbelievable. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen. It, you know, it, I mean, begin, I know what's going to happen to a degree. Beginning this like, year when Kyle was, was – This was the most – I think this was the biggest race that it's happened at this year. Beginning of the year when Kyle was qualifying 15th to 18th, I was like, man, what is going on? But then I realized, like, oh, well, he's he, they're setting his car up for handling. And then 10 laps in the race, he's able to pass guys like Bubba and Hemrick and the 38 and the 34 who were all qualified in the top 10 because their cars are so trimmed out. I mean, where did Hemrick fall to in the first 10 laps? Well, he held the lead for a few laps, and then he, he fell back. Yeah, because um, so. it works for about two laps until people's cars start to come in, and then you're screwed. So, like, if you bring a trimmed-out car and snag the pole at a mile and a half, you're screwed. And I will say this package has hurt people like Martin Truex Jr. How many times did we see him win at a mile and a half a couple years ago? Yeah, I mean, you how many mile-and-a-half wins he has this year? They, one. They, uh, they won at. Um, he only has one mile-and-a-half win this year at Las Vegas. So it's not just Kyle Busch. It, it's hurt. So, And I'm tired of... People like NBC and Kyle Petty defending this package as if it's great. Why are we steering away from the issue? We all know this package sucks. So why don't we just face it and quit pretending that it's it's great? Like races like Dover, did you see a pass it, in that race? Wasn't it this, I mean, it, it was this year. I mean, I, I feel like it was not this year, but it was because we were we were so – this package was so hyped up. Don't you remember that <laughs> yeah. this package was so – I mean, we were, we were we sat down here after we got back from Daytona and we were preparing to see we were, i was thinking we were going to see a type of race that we had never seen before because this was a you're going to be able to drive this is going to be more like restrictor plate racing and this is going to be you're going to close in the cars aren't going to get spread out and i mean drop of the green flag and it looked like the same i mean it looked like the same thing we'd seen the last few years but it uh, you know the the passing issue i guess Except you just is couldn't what pass. you got out of this package that's yeah. what this package delivered um, Richmond, do we, did you really see any passing? No. no Dover, I, mean, I don't even know if there was a pass that entire race. There was no caution that entire race yeah, other than Chase blowing up. These packages have, have dramatically limited, and, 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 you know, I'm not somebody, let's go wreck every 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 lap or 
you know, whatever. But they've dramatically limited the the accidents. And if well, we're, and well, let's be honest, there are fans out there that want to see crashes. Well, I mean, so well this year you ass pack a guy and you're like, what the hell? But you might as well give him the peace sign because you just shot him up twelve positions. Right. So uh, you can hit a car in behind. I remember the days where you got in the back of somebody behind. It's a twelve car pileup. You you come over the radio you're like, dude, I don't I don't know. I just yeah, no, I'm no. sorry. I mean the the accidents you'd see at Dover. I mean the whole track would get blocked up. Yeah, I mean, you just, run into a back of a car now. You're I mean even Darlington. Well I mean, you remember Tony Stewart got knocked unconscious at Darlington that year when yeah. the whole back straightaway got completely taken out. And yeah, no, you don't you don't see that anymore. Um, so it is. I will say it is less exciting. I mean that type of racing creates big wrecks. So. And that type of racing is is more exciting. So when you do go to a race, like we were at Darlington, and I'm gonna, I mean, it was not that exciting of a race to me. I mean, there was I not. It. Uh, of course you did. Um, I mean, it was a good race. We'd never been there before, but it, there was a lot of single file racing. I mean, there was. But not, that's typical Darlington. Right, but there wasn't. But there was the the passing. I mean, there was the arrow issue where you can't close yeah. in, and it, yep. it wasn't. I mean, there wasn't. So I mean I don't know, it's it's I don't I don't know I don't know how you how you fix it. I mean the next thing is the the new package the Gen Seven car is going to change. Or is that what it's called? The next gen. The next gen car is going to change everything. So let's uh, we can only hope at this point because the only way you're getting by the leader nowadays is if they just drive the damn tires off the the car before you do and slap the wall. Well, and I'll say that 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 I will agree with you that that has that benefited Chase as well because. Uh, as we as we, as we dive, especially at Kansas, it's benefited Hendrick into, Motorsports as a whole this entire right, year. As we dive into to, to the actual Kansas race, um, obviously Denny Hamlin gets the win, but I don't think Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott didn't have a second place car. Chase Elliott didn't have a winning car. Which mm-hmm. I think if it had gone green, he could have gotten up side by side with Hamlin before that second to last it's caution. A pretty came awkward out. Uh, meeting at Penske tomorrow because there wouldn't have been a caution at the end of that race if it wasn't for Ryan Blaney hitting the wall and blowing a tire. Yeah, because hmm. um, Keselowski so, would have been in. So Hamlin gets the win. Uh, the drama throughout the race is really it's between uh, uh, probably it was at this point Bowman just sucked right off the bat he went down um, it was really between Keselowski Logano and Chase Elliott so Chase is out because uh, Logano has this problem he has to pit he goes two laps down um, Keselowski running like junk the whole race and I I, I mean as a realist uh, who's watched Keselowski before and knows the pit strategies that Paul Wolf and them can do, I was not convinced whatsoever that he was going to finish outside of the top 15. But it happened. And Well, that just proves my point of quit putting him in the conversation with Kyle Busch as the best driver in, oh, the, I don't do that. in the sport. I know a lot of people who say Brad Keselowski is oh, the only one who can give that. Kyle Busch a run I for his money. That. I would put in Mar- what? I'd put Martin Truex there way before I would put... Um, I'd put a handful of guys. Uh, but, but people say the only person who can give Kyle a run for his money is Brad Keselowski. I, I think that's... In what? That's crazy. Um, Ski ball? Yeah, so Keselowski was poised to get in. if that, And then the caution came out. And what was the caution that came out? The one that came out with like feet from the finish line. That was the one that they were junking on the front stretch. And so, I mean, literally, Chase would have missed it if Denny Hamlin had driven another couple of feet. The light came on. Literally, uh, Hamlin was like feet from the start finish line. Keselowski had come in and gotten tires too. So I knew it. I mean, I felt like at that point he was Chase was done because you know Keselowski had to go 
had to go back. Logano got in a wreck in that in that caution, but because of the cars that were a lap down uh, on the lead lap, Logano stayed on the lead lap and he couldn't fall any farther. So there was really no way, unless Chase won the race, that he was going to get past Logano, or Logano was going to fall back far enough. But it was Kozlowski, and he made that he made that restart, that last restart. He got on the bottom behind Harvick, and then he moved up to the middle, and that screwed him. And I mean, he could not. I mean, he 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 dropped he dropped like a rock as well. Chase gets in by. Uh, by four points. This was actually the uh, top-rated race since last year's Homestead race for NBC. I don't doubt it. You got so. Poster Boy making the playoffs, oh, making the next round. I mean, so and then we hear all the conspiracy theories that this was rigged. I mean, there were people on Twitter last night saying the 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 photo that they put out of the light and where Denny Hamlin's car was not the real was not real. NASCAR manufactured that photo. I mean. I don't know. I don't even think it's worth us talking about. I just think that's – what do you mean you don't know? Do you, do you agree or disagree with that? I wouldn't put it past NASCAR, but what? I wouldn't. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, and we, we know Logano got lucky breaks throughout the race. I mean, he kept getting he, – he was not even going to be in the top ten in the first stage, and then the caution comes out. He doesn't pit. He wins the stage. Uh, something else. To, Kyle Larson is racing injured. So Yeah, did you see the hit he took? At Talladega? Yeah, I had to go back and remember that because, uh, yeah, I remember it was a big wreck, but I didn't I didn't really hear anything else about it until we got to Kansas, and he's got some bruised ribs, so he looked like he was in a ton of pain. So as we get to the end here of this race, uh, kind of here's how it boils down. The guys that are out, Boyer, Clint Boyer, never expected him to even make this round. No. Um, Bowman out, uh, which I, is not a shocker to me. I know a lot of people were – high on Bowman and he was going to do awesome and, and, and make it to the round of eight, but I'm not, but that was, um, sad to see Byron out. Yeah. But he had a good run, finished top five. Yeah. So, I mean, he had a really good race. Um, but you know, he had the wreck at Talladega, which, which hurt him point wise. And yeah. he, you know, he didn't have enough points built uh, any, any cushion because he had no wins this year. So, um, and then obviously the shot, I mean, I will, I will call it the shocker because I, I, I don't know on anybody's bracket, I mean, on my bracket, Keselowski would have made the round of eight. Um, I mean, Chase would have two on my bracket, but it, I mean, I would say that's that was the shocker for me. And here's what Brad mm. Keselowski had to say after the race. Yeah, I just couldn't get nothing to go for on the restart, inside lane restart, and uh, didn't capitalize on it. Uh, I needed to get up, and I, I couldn't get up when I needed to get up, and uh, then I got sandwiched, and somebody went three wide and got me to the middle of four, and uh, it's just. Uh, all bad, and uh, didn't do a good enough job. I feel like that's what I say after every race on Heat Four. Yeah, all bad. All bad. Number three. Oh man. Um, and uh, obviously Chase, uh, Chase in. Chase thought he had to win. He didn't even think he got in when he crossed the start finish line. He thought he was still out until Allen came on the radio. Here's what Chase told NBC. Just, I appreciate the effort. You know, we we were really struggling there at one point in the race, and just you have to stay fighting in these things, especially with these late race restarts. So, just proud of the effort today. Uh, just excited we get to fight another race and um, back up against the wall. You know, to come out here and battle for a win. That's that's what you have to do when you're in the position that we were in. Um, if you ever get to Homestead, you're going to have to fight for a win down there. So proud of the effort. Uh, learned a lot, and you know, to be able to come out here and, like I said, have to win or in our minds have to win and come and, and, and fight for one to finish second, I think is a, is a step in the right direction for us. So excited to move on. I mean, I'm, I'm super excited because Chase is my favorite driver, but I, am I wrong to say that I feel like you're not as, you're not, have you, 
not are you not as a fan of Chase as much as you were before? No, not at all. I just. I mean, I mean what I my might... goal is is for I'd love to see both of our drivers battle it out for the title at Homestead, and then we we're both rooting rooting for our drivers, and then when the race is over, if one of them wins, you know, we can look at the other one and say congratulations. Fuck I that! Don't think you'd be doing that to me? Um, I would certainly do that to you because I think Chase being in the final four, you know, he's I I feel like that would be a him winning the title would be a unexpected because he's never been to the final four before. I feel like maybe he needs to be there once. And to you know, so it would be an un, it would be something that was way over and not expected. Um, but I think it would be cool for us to be at Homestead battling our with our drivers battling for the championship. I mean, I'm not rooting against Chase. There's a lot of guys who I'd rather see him beat. I mean, I I hope he's in the final four, like I do. But at this point, like I'm pulling for my driver. Do you hope he he's gonna be in the final four for me? Is what I'm asking. Uh. I'll say I'd rather see him there than the 22 and uh, the 42, whoever whoever. I mean, because we, we, we're potentially going to be in Homestead in a few weeks. Yeah, there's that option, but I mean, I'm kind of confident Chase is going to get there. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty confident Chase is going to get there. He's out. He's running better than the 22. He's he's running better than the 42. I think he's a better yeah, track. Look at his last round. I mean, blown engine can end it all. You, all right, you blow up in this that's round. That's Dover, Talladega. I mean, those, eh, you, you know what you're going to get with Talladega, but I mean, these are three good cha good tracks for, for Chase. I, I mean, I don't think Larson stand, stands a chance at Martinsville. I think he's really, really going to have, yeah, that's statistically his worst track. Um, well, and I don't know if he, his ribs aren't healed either. That's a grinding track too. That's yeah, a, that's a that's grind. A tough track. Uh, um, you, know, you obviously don't go as fast, but your yeah. your body is to, is more moving around a lot. So yeah, and I, and I like Chase more at at a track like Phoenix rather than I. Than yeah, I no, Chase has, has run pretty good at Phoenix. Uh, as I've said, you know, Chase needs. If we win and get in, I think it's going to be at at Phoenix, Kyle Busch wise. So you don't. You're not looking. You don't feel good about Martinsville, even though the no, passing I think, stuff's not really going to no, be an issue there. I think if he doesn't win Martinsville, which I think he's going to have a really good shot to do, I think they're going to be really strong this weekend. I think you know Texas is going to run well at, ran really well there in the spring, should have won the race, go figure. Um, but I think Phoenix is his best shot after Martinsville, just because he's run so good but there. But you last. mentioned something, and I, I don't want to keep going back to this because we, we debated it, but, I mean, Kyle Busch had some – I mean, he – Started off pretty hot, am I right? This year, yeah. Because it wasn't this the year that he tied Morgan Shepard's record in top tens? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that feels like it's been forever ago since we talked about that. But so he started off hot and got those four wins in a pretty yeah. short order. You know, so that's what my question is: is he did all that with the same package? So has is it the package or is it something that him and Adam Stevens are doing? I don't think it's something him and Adam Stevens are doing. I think I'm gonna ask they, Adam. They were way ahead. Hot shot. They were way. Guy. They were way ahead. Um, the field is caught up. But I mean, you look at the tracks he's won. So that's that's you look at his four. You look at his four wins: Pocono, Bristol, Phoenix, and um, damn, I can't remember the other place. Uh oh. 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 Don't huh? even remember. Where oh, Auto Club. Oh, okay. So I mean. 
It's those rare tri- for you to forget something like that. Those, it's been so long since you I've know seen where, him win. Yeah, but you know where you know you could probably name off. You're like Kyle Busch. You can probably name off every one of his wins and what the trophy looks like. Um, something like that. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think Chase has a good shot at Martinsville. Uh, I think that track owes him one. Um, but they've also been hit or miss. I think it's him or Kyle, Kyle going to win this weekend. I, I, I think that'd be that'd be great. But I could also see my fear. What I don't want to see happen is is a reverse of what we saw. Was it in the spring where Chase is leading with a few to go and, and Logano's behind him because you know Logano is going to do whatever yeah. he can to. We've seen it. Um, so that's my fear of what happens. Uh, you know, that's just and you know that's that seems to be what the fall race is turned into at Martinsville. You've got the, 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 the round of eight are up there. They're lead, They're yeah. one, two and wherever else in the top five. And it's set up. So that, that second place driver roughs the leader up to get the win. I mean, that's what this is. Yeah. But up. as a leader, I think there's ways to rebuttal that, that move. I mean, I think if you go into turn three, half a lane up from the very bottom, you have a right. shot because even if, Logano were to get to the inside of the bottom, he's not going to get the the drive off off the bottom to beat the to beat Chase or Kyle, whoever it is. Yeah, as long as he doesn't clip you and, and send you around and then go high. But, yeah, well, I, I mean, think he'd have bigger what, problems what, on his hand at that, that point. Uh, my, my only but the thing is, Logano ran twenty fifth at Martinsville in the spring, stunk it up, yeah. was horrible. So it's like who knows where he's going to run. But I think I think the guys like I think the Gibbs guys and I think Chase are gonna be the standout of I think any Gibbs guy has uh, the best shot and Chase Elliott I think those are the those are the four cars five cars I mean I'll throw Eric Jones in there but you know you Jones never had a good good uh, I think he had a good run yeah he had top, a good run yesterday top. but you I think the Gibbs guys and then closely behind that is Chase Elliott. So as we wrap up this Kansas thing, and as we talk about, you know, put a, a button on Denny Hamlin getting the win, uh, hot season for Hamlin started off. I mean, this is a Cinderella season. It's it's building up to a Cinderella season, winning the Daytona 500. Yeah. Is that the only crown Julie won this year? Yeah. Um, and getting is this what was this his fourth or fifth win? Fifth. Uh, so this is all building up to is, and the media is already. We've talked about this. They've given Hamlin the championship. It seems like. Uh, he's not there yet because, as we've said, three three guys can win that aren't Hamlin, and and somebody else can point their way in that's yeah. not Hamlin. So, is Hamlin? Do you, if you're Kyle Busch or or as a NASCAR fan in general, do you are are, are you in the mindset of like so many that you got to go through Hamlin to win this championship? Um. I mean, it's all about momentum. You could see Hamlin stink up this round and point his way in. I think you gotta when you go into Homestead. If you're one of the four drivers, you know you gotta go through all four of those drivers to win. I don't think it's you can pinpoint one guy that you you gotta go through. I mean, I mean Martin Truex Jr. came in with the hottest start in the playoffs, won the first two races. Everybody was like thinking you know you might have to go through him, but it, it's really just about momentum. And I think this race at Martinsville gives. Whoever wins, granted they're you know still in the playoffs. I think it gives them an underratedly huge advantage going into Homestead because they got two weeks to worry about Homestead and and focus on on their stuff what they're going to bring there. I think that's the guy you might have to really focus and on that's a lot what more. Did last year, right? And you know I, but I think once you get to Homestead, you you know you got to go through all four of those guys because you know Homestead is just. It's a bunny out of the hat a lot of the times. 
Um, and this is the last year that the race will be at Homestead. Yeah, so. it's the last year that it'll be there, which, next you know, going year. to Phoenix next year, I'm like, hmm, but, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Right, so you know what? They're getting it, giving it back to Kyle Busch now, so uh, there's his golden ticket. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got to get there first. But so. Harvick's also good at Phoenix. He's also good at Phoenix, yeah, but uh, you got to get there see first. Har- a lot of people keep saying, yeah, Harvick's going to get in. I just don't see... If I Chase doesn't it. get in, I, I, you, it, you'd be, you really have to convince me otherwise that all three Gibbs guys aren't going to be there. Oh, I, yeah. If Chase isn't there, Harvick's going to point his way in. See, I think if Chase isn't there, Logano's going to point his way in. It really, did, I don't know. But then there's um Ryan Blaney. I mean, then <laughs> get out of Blaney here. who could go and 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 I don't know when, somewhere. You know, every once in a while. Rain short in Texas race. Blaney stays out and wins. Squirrels do find nuts every once in a while. That's a, that's a good, interesting question, you know, it, how that would unfold. Rain short in race in the round of eight, and they're past halfway. Cars pit. Somebody in that top well, eight is 20, out there. What, I mean, is NASCAR going to end that race? And 2015, 2015 Carl Edwards is running second at Phoenix. Junior's running first. Junior's not even in the playoffs. Edwards needs, I don't know if he was second or third, but he needs a position or to win to advance to the final four. Phoenix is the cutoff race. The race is range shortened. Dale Jr. won. Edwards missed the final four 2015. So it wouldn't surprise me. But Dale Jr. won. But hey, that's Dale's last win. <laughs> right. Is it? Was yeah, it's his last win. All right, so uh, that's kind of a, a, a cap on the whole Kansas race. I thought it would rate the race. What'd you think? I mean, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a pretty good race yeah, for I mean, Kansas. I yeah, it was a good race. I think this package for people who like the package, this package and Kansas go hand in hand together. If you like the package, but for people who like like me, who like to see the skill in the in the drivers and stuff, then you're just like mm, whatever. On to on to Martinsville. On to Martinsville. So all right. Uh, see, but uh, one more thing, and to wrap it up, two things out of worry me. Well, don't worry me, but it's like, I don't know if Kyle, part of me wants to think, you know, maybe Adam Stevens saw how the playoffs went last year. Joey Logano had one win the entire year, flew under the radar in the playoff, won Martinsville, got to the championship race and won. So part of me is thinking, you know, maybe Adam Stevens is kind of like sandbagging, not showing his hand completely. But is he not, is he also not telling Kyle Busch because Kyle Busch does not, I'm sorry, you should know this more than anybody. Kyle Busch is not somebody that's going to just give up however many races to win. No, I'm not saying that they're necessarily giving up, but I don't think they're showing their full hand, dumping everything they have into that. Like, they're not coming in to Dover, dumping all their, their best equipment, everything they have in the organization at that race. The only thing... I think well, they're saving their stuff. There's maybe one race where I would say Kyle lost his cool, but the only thing that I would I would agree with you on that argument is... I think it's possible, given Kyle Busch's interviews, since he's he's not he's doing them, <laughs> he's doing interviews. So you know, and and sometimes he's not that that mad. Uh, you know, I, the Smithley thing obviously was mad. That was yeah. that was a whole other thing in his own. But he's yeah, shout out. Gary I mean, Smithley he's, you know, he still lane. got out of the car yesterday and said, you know, sorry, sorry, we you know the guys did a good job. Sorry, we couldn't get the win for M and M's and all that. I mean, he didn't. He could have easily just said this package and walked away. So, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. So maybe maybe they know something. Maybe they have something. That, well, that I guarantee you, they haven't. They haven't brought their best stuff to the racetrack yet. I I don't think. Well, with well, what they had being the regular season champion, they've had that cushioned. Uh, you not show their hand yet, and I don't think they've. Uh, I don't think Stevens and and the guys 
back at the shop have really showed their hand on on what they have. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, they're going to have to do better than they did at Homestead last year because they just oh, yeah. they didn't uh, they didn't they didn't know. show up. <laughs> Kyle Busch. Well, I mean, he finished fourth in the race, right? Out of but, but out of all four. So I mean, it's not like. But he had the lead. Yeah. I mean, we were watching it together. I mean, he well, had the lead, and then it just like they all blew by him. Well, they yeah, his car just wasn't what it, they just missed the setup, so. Which you can't do at the last race. Yeah. So, um, all right, NASCAR Nuggets to talk about. Um, so Boyer re-signed with Stuart Haas. That happened this week. Uh, that was kind of bad the, move. <laughs> bad move. Bad move for who? Uh, Stuart Haas. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is this is kind of NASCAR holding on to the old old guys. I think a little bit. Kurt Busch at Ganassi. He wants to race. I think I saw today until twenty twenty one. So he wants to race two more years. Um, but I mean, Boyer's running better than Johnson. So yeah, but but Boyer look, have a win who, who does Johnson have in the wings? Nobody. You're, who does who that does we Stuart know Haas of? Have? I mean, there there could be some. I mean, you're right that we know of that. I mean that that worth. But who's ready for that forty-eight ride? Nobody. No. Who's ready for that fourteen uh, ride? A man named Cole Custer. That which leads me to the only Stuart Haas guy that does not have a deal yet, and they even said it on the race. Suarez is fighting for his ride. I mean, that's what Dell Jr. was saying. That's yeah. what the rumblings are. This deal is still not done. Sponsors have not committed, and I think. Uh, Suarez is really trying to sell himself hard to these sponsors and having these sponsor meetings, trying to get them to commit. And so far it hadn't happened. Is Cole Custer in line to replace oh, yes. Suarez next year? Oh, yes. So you think Suarez is out? Yes, I do. Okay. I agree. Why? I think it would be stupid if they didn't. He has not shown me any reason why I he agree. should be in. And, you know, I didn't realize – until we were watching or the Xfinity race on Saturday that, I mean, he's been, this is his third year in the Xfinity series. Yeah. Um, this is Bell's, is this Bell's third year in the Xfinity series? Second. So, I mean, and it's Bell's second year, but it feels like he's been there forever. And cause he's damn near 25 right. years old. I know. So, I mean, they're going to, they either need to, they either need to get him or they're going to lose him in my opinion. And I don't know how you don't hire him given the performance of the 41. Well, if and, you and, you don't bring him up, I think overall you're hurting the growth of the sport because you've got someone leaps and boundaries better than Daniel Suarez, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people's opinion, better than Daniel Suarez, but not getting the ride for what reason? Like, what what is a legit reason you can convince me while Daniel Suarez deserves that ride? He's never made the playoffs in a car that should be in the playoffs. His whole life. I mean, the 19 car, right. competitive. I mean, he, he was at, at Gibbs. He hasn't gotten a win. He, I mean, he stunk up the 19 um, car. And I mean, he's, he's an Xfinity champion, but right. we've seen Xfinity champions not live up to expectations. Ricky Stenhouse, yeah, he got, he's gotten restrictor plate wins, but those are a whole different thing. And Suarez said something this weekend. Chris Buescher. Suarez said something that had me like, this weekend. He was like, yeah, those Xfinity guys are doing well, but you've also got to understand that um, – the, it's different, you know, it's different. Um, the driving is different in these cars than the Xfinity. Yeah, it's harder to drive the that Xfinity cars. Me, that, that comment right there tells me that he's he knows he's out. Like, it's, and yeah, it's harder to drive the Xfinity cars than it is cup cars. He's coming up with ways to deal, ways to, 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 to think about that and to get through that. So, I mean, the comment like that, which I didn't hear, tells me that 
it's it's not going to be good. I mean, we're we're three, we're four races to go yeah. in the season. So, I mean, it's possible Cole Custer. I mean, it's all I don't I don't know anything. Um, but Cole Custer may already know he's in the car. Um, I mean, Christopher Bell knew he was in the 95 car months and months and months ago. Yeah. And I don't know that Benedetto knew that he wasn't in the 95 car when Bell knew he was going to be in the 95 car. So, um, and it sets up one hell of a rookie class. Uh, if you can have Tyler Reddick, you can have Christopher Bell, and you can have Cole Custer, Cole Custer in there. And we talked about that the other day, had a long conversation about that. I mean, that is going to be the best rookie class since I can remember. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, I know, I'm trying to think. Matt Kenseth and Junior, they were in a rookie class together. Maybe New, was, was Newman in there? Newman was in one with a group. I remember who was the rookie when Johnson was. Johnson came up. I don't know who was, but this would be by far. I mean, you've got three rookies in top equipment. Yeah. And the 95 is going to have a lot more support from Gibbs. Yeah, it's going to so, be more like a, a furniture I mean, I'll team. say that when I say top equipment, the are probably the one who would be lagging would be the uh, with Tyler Reddick. But as I said to you – I think Reddick potentially could get more out of that car than drivers yeah. are right now. I think he's going to outrun Austin Dillon uh, by leaps and bounds in that car. Now, whether that means he's going to be a eighth to twelfth place car, um, and Dillon, you know, is you know, Dillon's not. Dillon's more of a probably thirteenth to sixteenth place car. It seems like this has been yeah. a bad year for RCR. Uh, I mean, much bad much year more, for Austin, and they've had Dillon. a number of bad years. Uh, but this has been a bad year come all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that. Reddick is going to be able to do what Kevin Harvick did in RCR, which is get more out of the equipment and potentially get some wins. I think Ryan Newman got more out of RCR than Austin Dillon yeah. uh, is getting out of RCR. So yeah. uh, some other NASCAR nuggets to talk about. Uh, Jimmy Johnson uh, is uh, going to decide his fate in four to six months. So obviously he's going to be around next year. Uh, and uh, who knows? I mean, we don't know. Um, Brand- next year is going to be it for him. I'm. I think. You think so? He. he you yeah. don't think he wants to see if he can be competitive in that next gen car? No. I mean, here's what I think. I think if he if he runs like he did this year, next year, that's it. But if he starts to get competitive next year, oh yeah, then, then I then think he will knows, come back. But um, because that will tell him that I I realistically could. Maybe get my championship, and if it's not this year, maybe it can be next. Maybe we can work toward next year. So I think it, it's all going to depend on performance for him, not not his family or anything else. I think it's all about performance. I don't think anybody realizes how bad he wants that eighth championship. He wants it really bad. Um, so Brandon Jones won the Xfinity race. Uh, sure did. Worst driver in the in the world. According to Kamikaze Games. Uh, yeah, number one, Brandon Jones. Yeah, he's uh, – actually, I got a little bit I'd like to play from that. So just keep on uh, keep on ranting. So, yeah, I mean, Brandon Jones uh, – I mean, there were some big wrecks in this race too, and that, that kind of goes um, – kind of goes into what we're going to talk about after you play what you need to play, but – there was some. I mean, this was a uh, Christopher Bell and uh, who else? Who, who with Bell was battling for a uh, position there? Um, and then they got into, you know, it was a go. big. Oh, commercial. <laughs> Maybe not. All right, one sec. Stand by. Brandon Jones still f-ing sucks. And there you have it from Kamikaze oh, Gaming. Oh, that's him after the yeah after the win. He he was captured on the video. It was like I'm done. 
Jeez. Which is funny because Riley Herbs almost got the win in the truck series last week, and he had Herbs ranked number four on the worst drivers in NASCAR right now, and he had obviously had Brandon Jones ranked number one, which I, I can't really uh, argue against. Uh, every school finds a nut nowadays. I, I think there's worse drivers who could have been number one on the list. We know uh, that. I don't know. I think we know that. Um uh, so after the Xfinity race, fight breaks out between Custer and Reddick. Yeah. Um, Redick, uh, Custer went up, put his hand on Reddick. Reddick, they're all, they're smiling. At, Custer's smiling at first. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it just stopped. P. Swan got involved. All hell broke loose. Your buddy P. Swan got involved, and yeah. I mean they were taken down to the ground. Reddick had uh, gash over his eye, so uh, NASCAR says no penalties from that. Uh, but also lap cars cause a big problem in the Xfinity race. Of course. And then. They caused a problem. Uh, big ups to Kyle Larson for sending yeah, Joey Gates through the gas. Broken ribs the grass. and all. Kyle Larson. You says, know he did. He did that on purpose. Yeah, he did. Good uh, for he him. He had every opportunity to get off of him. And, uh, you know, it's like and, – and Jeff Burton. Good for Jeff Burton for calling it like he saw it in the booth. Like, what are you doing up there, guy? Find a lane where people are not running in. I mean – more this year more than ever i think we're seeing that it's because these cars are all slower and they're able to run more lanes but it's like these teams are so far off like dangerous it's becoming dangerous like how far off why are, i mean i'm not a fan of starting park teams but joey gase is not going to gain any positions so why are they just not starting and parking at this point he doesn't even have a sponsor on it's, the car. It's become dangerous. Well, he doesn't have a sponsor on the car, number one. Yeah. And number two, now they had a wrecked car, which, you know, yeah, wasn't yeah, wasn't that big of a wreck. But, I mean, they're going to have to do some work to the body from going through the grass. So, I mean, why is he out there trying to compete in all the laps, running probably five seconds or more slower lap times than the other cars, maybe not not that. Oh, slow. they had the data on uh, on uh, Garrett Smithley at <laughs> Vegas. He was running twenty two mile an hour slower. Yeah, exactly. Than um, Kyle Busch. So why why are we doing this? Beats me. I mean, why why are they just not starting and parking? Why aren't we go back to the you know the green flag drops and you see about four or five cars just pulling the garage? I don't know, dude. I don't I don't have an answer for it. I don't know what's going on, but they have been. And I tweeted this out this weekend. Somehow, some way. Kyle Busch always 100% ends up correct, and people still think he's crazy. Now, Garrett Smithley did say, do you see what Smithley said after the race? I said I saw he said he was protecting his line, or no, he was running his line. as He he drove well, three lanes up the racetrack and crashed I, all three I of them. I think he said he was going to have more to say. He did say more. He said this was the single mo- this was the lowest point he'd ever been in his career. Oh, boo, this hit the showers, motherfucker. Whoa! I've I've blocked Garrett Smithley on Twitter. Man, dropping f bombs now on the on hit the, podcast. the showers. Like you've blocked Garrett Smithley? Yes. Why? Because I don't want to see any tweets from him or anything. Holy cow! Like, dude, it's one thing to do that at Vegas. Like, okay, whatever. Kyle wasn't in the lead, but this is a playoff race with thirty laps to go. Two guys who are in the playoffs, contending for the win, battling out for the lead. That's entertaining as as hell. And this dude drives three lanes up the track, crashes all three of them. And and you're talking about Xfinity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the, <laughs> yeah. And then poor Joey Gase just just running up there. It had to be Joey. Bush. And Kyle said, 
Kyle just Kyle got off him a little bit and then gassed up and, and then got gassed him up and just and sent him. It looked like I mean Kyle did it perfectly. He he wrecked him probably knowing he's like I'm just going to send you through the grass. You won't hit anything. Oh, uh, well, he get I would have hooked him right. I would have hooked him right. I would have sent him in the grandstands. Head on into the wall. So. Well, good for Kyle Larson. Yeah, that needed to be done. I, think I don't great. care who it was, but it's funny because you know when that thing happened that. At Vegas, you know, Joey Gase came out and was like, well, I like to tell a little bit about myself. And then people are like, shut up, Joey Gase. Like, you, like side, I don't know if you side, remember. Side but, note, Joey Gase has been on the podcast. Kyle, Kyle, uh, he went up and blocked Kyle after that incident, too. At, Where? At, at Vegas. Like, after Kyle, like a lap after that, Kyle was coming off four, and Joey Gase slid up in front of him like that. So, good and for what Kyle Larson. You maybe just said this, but um, Smithley said he didn't get the memo. That the leaders were coming? He said his spotter didn't didn't say it. Like, dude, it's on the driver and it's on the spotter. Because as a driver, it's your responsibility to get the hell out of the way. And as a spotter, it's your responsibility with, like, three laps when they're catching you for three laps to say, hey, these are the leaders, this is the lane they're running. Yeah, I mean, they need to be running. I mean, everybody runs a different lane now with this package, but I think it's much safer that they just need to be on the bottom, right? Bottom or the top, wherever the wherever the groove is for the, well, I don't know, because you can run the bottom and the top. I know, that's what I'm saying. So because you could have two guys battling for the lead, one go to the bottom, one go to the top. Well, how about try this? To get the if momentum off the top, well, and there's a lap car at the top. Well, how about this? If you're 22 mile an hour off the pace, get the track. Bleep that f word out. I've but that's just quite that's, a bit to bleep out. that's just my frustration. Um, no, I, I agree totally. I think they should just, I think they should just start wrecking like, them every time. It is a, it is a little, yeah, wreck them. Just give them more work to do. They're gonna, I mean, they're gonna be a danger. That will, that, that is how they will. That's how the drivers should police it because the, eventually these teams don't have money to rebuild cars. Yeah. So they need to be these owners Junked. need to be telling, yeah, and then those owners will tell them, get out of the way, run this lane, or I mean, bring it in the pits. Rick, uh, Rick Ware Racing has been a roadblock all year, dating all the way back to the five hundred. Imagine the excitement if we got rid of those cars and everybody else could have a fifth team. I mean, fifth, right? fifth Hendrick car, fifth Gibbs car, fifth Stuart Haas car. Joe Gibbs would have the best you know, lineup of I all mean, time. So I don't know, but it's like, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta lay people off and, and, and limit the pit crews yeah, and, and all that stuff. We gotta cut jobs so we can, create I mean, more if a team packages. wants to bring a fifth car and hire more people, more power to them. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, some other things before we uh, take a break, come back with Daniel Silvestri, is, uh, man, it was not a good weekend to be a big rig driver in NASCAR. Uh, uh, no. JTG Darty, their hauler caught on fire. I mean, the whole middle, was that, I mean, like the whole. I didn't part. see pictures of their Oh, hauler. that was the wrecked one. I saw the wrecked one. That was what, yeah. Colleague? Yeah, Colleague. So, I mean, their their hauler flipped down the bank, went, the bank into something in the woods. And, I mean, when they pulled that thing back up, there was no middle to it. And this was all after the birds hit the Hall of Fame. That's right. All after the three-car was on track at Talladega. Coincidence? I didn't think about that. So Coincidence? Yeah, exactly. That hmm. damn three, that damn black three-car takes a track and all hell breaks loose. That's why Austin uh, Dillon's been running like this year. That's why he what? That's why Austin Dillon's been running so bad this year. That three car takes a track and all hell breaks. Birds loose. start flying into the windows, into the, the Hall of Fame, fame which dying. is which is a coincidence that they hit the window because usually they let anybody in the Hall of Fame now. Man. But um, yeah, so, so. <laughs> watching that watching that damn backup thirty seven run as a forty seven this week was like watching two Spider Mans pointing at each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and kudos to Rick Hendrick for giving the, them a, a hauler to use. Yeah, uh, good Hendrick, old Rick. Hendrick is a, is one of those. Um, I actually saw a tweet that was really funny. 
and it was uh it said like multiple people had reached out to colleague this year or after that or whatever and uh and stuff and someone tweeted said nascar put his ass in the wall on sunday and if you guys need anything at all let me know on monday love this sport (laughs) (laughs) oh that's that's true if if that ain't the truth (laughs) all right we're gonna take a break uh, we got Daniel Silvestri on the other end of the break, uh, up and coming star, uh, and uh, and uh, we'll be right back. Crash trouble. Tired of reading through stories that don't matter to you online? Do you need an app that gets you and what you want to read? Well, download Flipboard today. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can focus on investing in yourself, staying informed, and getting involved. Go to the App Store, type in Flipboard, and you can download it for free. And welcome back to Fuh the Lead. I'm Timothy Martin along with Connor Bunn. Got a special guest on the phone. He's been on the podcast a couple times. We've got his postcard somewhere around here. I've got his hat right right by me too. Daniel Silvestri, an up-and-coming racer uh, who we've been watching for probably the last eight, nine months. Daniel, thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you. So how are things going with you? What have you been up to? Because I know there was a huge announcement a couple weeks ago that was some exciting news for you. Talk about that. Yeah, it's been a great few months since I last been on. I've been doing a lot of racing. The late model season has just ended, and it's been a great uh, first year. I've learned a lot. had a great time with fellas putting racing, and, uh, and Jeff and me, you know, working with me and, and having the opportunity to race. Um, you know, we did well enough. We did great in a few races. And uh, uh, after having a few good runs, we were able to finish high in the Virginia State points as a rookie. So we had we won the uh, 2019 Virginia State Rookie of the Year. Uh, uh, so we'll be heading to the banquet in November. We'll ball in after our big wigs. So it'll be definitely a great accomplishment. And there's plenty more to come. Well, was that something you were expecting to win, or were you were you trying to win that? Um, we definitely saw it later in the season, but it was never something we were really looking for. It was all just about getting keep time comfortable, and uh, you know it was it was a great season, and you know all that just turned together to us having really good races, having really good finishes, with really uh, stiff competition that gave us a good. Gave us good points run, so um, it was a great, it was a great year, and you know that that was something that got added on. That was a little great. So, so uh, I gotta ask, when are you, uh, when are you planning on letting me jump in one of those, uh, one of them late models Wait, or one not, of the? Have we not gone down this road? Didn't his dad well, say? Like didn't his dad? Didn't his dad stomp that? Stomp that idea real I, quick? I just want to prove that I can run a faster lap than Timothy. I know what I'm doing. Timothy doesn't know what he's doing. That's the things. Oh, is this about that legend card thing? Yeah, yeah, this is about that. And, you're, you know, your dad kind of squashed that idea. Connor still wants to get out on a racetrack. Because I know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Daniel uh, says, Daniel says, oh, yeah. I remember this now. So, so yeah, well, the legend cards, um, our season's still kind of, I've played around with those for a little bit now. You know, just enjoying, or just racing one of these cars for me now, it's just like a way to relax, you know, you're not always focusing on so much fun things, you can really just kind of strap in and have fun, um, but we have, I have one still, we had to get rid of one, but I have one still left, and, uh, it, it just 
came home from nationals, but that was, uh, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We, we might have to get some practice first at the go-kart track, and then we'll see. Uh, I think the only one between us who needs practice is Timothy. Okay. I, I know what I'm doing. I, I'm pretty confident I know what I'm doing. Timothy, I think your dad could see the confusion and the I don't know how to drive look in Timothy's eyes um, when we were having the conversation. I would, I would, I would like, it would be the greatest moment of my life to see you climb in the car and put it in the wall. Yeah, Impossible. That would be the greatest moment. Uh, Daniel. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Not for Daniel. That's money flying out of his father's pocket. Oh, I know. Um, so, Daniel, you're – you're going to be racing. Are you going to be racing a lot at South Boston next time around? The next, I guess, the racing there is done. Are you going to look to come back there a lot more? Yeah, uh, we're definitely looking at a lot more options. I like to travel a little bit, like just to kind of see what tracks you can run at. But um, South Boston is definitely still on the schedule. You know, it's the home, it's the home track for Southport Racing. We plan on being back with them next year, so you know, we definitely plan on more races there. Um, I definitely want to win next year. I think I can. I think we made some great leaps uh, at, at the end of the year, getting a little bit better. Um, and I think we have a good piece and good confidence for next year and what, we, what, what we're going to be able to do. And then hopefully travel around a few places, some of the couple crown races, Martinsville possibly. So that's kind of the goal for next year. Continue to expand, you know, and that's just, you know, continue to grow sponsorships and, um, more funding to be able to do that. Well, what uh, you talk about funding, and I mean, we talked about this. I know when we've had you on the, I think we've had you on before. You know, that's always a, a challenge nowadays because it falls somewhat on the driver's shoulders to, to find that funding. I, I imagine you've learned a lot through that process of doing that, and and how's that going? As you as you you, I mean, I assume you know you're going to have to work on that all the way up through your career. Um, it's it's still, I'm still working on it. You know, it's it definitely. You, know, you continue to learn every single time you do it. You just have to go out there and continue to try and continue to go and, um, and continue to talk to people, call people, just seeing your stuff a little more outgoing than you normally are, just to continue to put your name out there. You know, it, it all, you can say you told no a bunch of times, but if you told them, uh, yes once, it can really change you know, your career. You just have to stay, you have to keep remembering that. It's hard sometimes to. So I just keep getting no or no responses, and but that's just part of the test they determine and continue to uh, want to believe in and have that dream, want to uh, inspire and just uh, offer believe that you can offer these companies an advantage to them, them as well. So uh, you know, I'm learning a lot and want to keep getting better at it. And eventually, you know, by the time I really need the money, they are really, really need that money to be able to move up. I'll be ready for it, and I'll be ready to know what to do. So I'm a sponsor right now, so sell yourself to me right now as to why I should fund your car for the year. Well, we got uh, a great social media output. Um, you know, we got thousands of followers on a few different pages. Uh, we also have access to this page with over 25,000 followers as well. We've got huge exposure on that part. You know, we go to race track with a bunch of fans. You know, 3,000 fans every single time you you uh, show up. So, you know, there's thousands of fans out there, and it's a bunch of people viewing, you know, just a few people can you make back your, you know, 2,000 you put into us, and it's really worthwhile. Um, you know, 
for people to push your product and all that on all those platforms and uh, you know it'd just be great and something I would love to work with you guys for. Do you have any any type of a, a timetable or, or have you mapped out a career path for yourself that that advance that advances you from what you're driving in the at the South Boston type races to you know maybe something else like the the you know K and N and then moving on up and up and up. I mean, do you have something mapped out in your mind, you and your dad? Uh, you know, there's there's a point where you kind of know where you have to be, but you know, like kind of you know these opportunities come open up and close sometimes. Um, you know, it, it just continue to work hard at it. Um, it's, it's hard to get timetables because you never know where you're going to be in a few years. But, you know, hopefully, you know, just keep, I think my timetable right now is just to, to be able to race late models a lot more and continue to be, be successful at them. And when we get there and start working, we're getting a lot of funding for that. We're then looking maybe doing either Arcus slash Canon or even like a race of one. So like that that's kind of like you can look at that way. You just gotta master the place you're in my opinion, just to then then looking after the goals later. So I don't think you know, we gotta we have to really get better at where we're at at late models. Not just driving models, but just really getting comfortable getting those funding and money so then when you're faced with that Opportunity to go race at a bigger series with more fire funding, more fire everything. Um, you know, you're ready for it, and then you can do it right, and you can be successful at it instead of not being ready for that opportunity, missing it, or having it go by you. I think I'm just focusing on these next one or two years, and that will set up you know, the next four or five. So, so what's the next step that you need to take to be able to compete with Lee and and Peyton on a week to week basis at at South Boston? Because you you typically see those guys run away with with the late model races there. What, what's the next step you think you can take to put yourself up in up in those two and and really battle for the win consistently every week? Yeah, um, there's you know all season we had a few we had a few runs early, but you know we just need to. I want to compare qualifying because very people go to qualify within the top five, within the top three all the time. It's just been working on that long run. Um, you know, it's hard sometimes, especially someone that's used to 25 laps to get used to these 100 lap races. They turn in the car, and we got better at that at the end of the year. You know, unfortunately, some things happened, but, you know, when we got it right, especially at that speed there, we definitely got a lot better. And I got confidence going in next year that we got it right. And that's all that really separates them. You know, they're so good when it comes to race time. I stand that car front driving. Well, no matter what the car's doing, um, either one that's, you know, they have an issue with their car that's driving right through it. And they're keeping the, the car fast. And that's what makes them really good. That's what makes them the aces of these cars. So just continue to learn from them and continue to work on that. That when I go out there, I'm keeping pace with them, and just racing the car as they are, and you know, and then then we once you put that all together, you you come up for these race wins, and, and that's what you guys just try to do next year. It's them tires, man. You got to save up that right front. Last 25 laps, you got to burn that puppy off. Yeah, you know, it's it's a mix of that. Just 
continue to to learn uh, how much you can use the car, how hard to use it, you know, the change in the pace. Because you know when you get access to qualifying, you're running low times, you're running low seconds, and once you got the race, you know you're usually half a second off the pace of what your qualifying is. But you're just trying to run consistent laps every single lap, and just working on getting better at that is what makes you, you know, moves you up from, you know, deep league driver to the best, and that's what, and that's what's kind of, kind of my goal for next year. Get really good at that, and once I get really good at that, I'll play a little contender every single place I go. Uh, remind me, who, uh, you know, uh, have, who your favorite driver is in the Cup Series, and and uh, and have you been? Uh, what have you thought of uh, season? Here we are, you know, winding down here. Who's your favorite driver? Um. Mm-hmm. I was a big Hammer fan. Uh, I just, I've met him and I've known him, and I I kind of know a lot of people surrounding him. Um, I know his season kind of come to a place. You know, he's kind of racing for a job for the upcoming year. But uh, for the people in the chase right now, um, I kind of like Larson. I think he's just a very good racer. I think he just he just puts it all out there. Um, so hopefully, I think hopefully he does good. I think I want Pace to do good, obviously. Um, I don't know. That's kind of the guys that have been kind of rooting for a little bit for the Chase. I mean, guys want to run good. Um, I don't know. Uh, sometimes as a racer, it feels weird when you watch the cars in the cup because you know you, you want to be there. Yeah, that's it's true. It's like a different feeling that you can... And sometimes it's a different feeling knowing that you know some of the guys there or you've talked to some of the people that they're racing. Um, it's like, so it's weird in rooting for those people. You're not as much of a fan anymore. It's more someone you like, really involved with it. But I guess if there's two you're looking for, I guess it would be those two. Are you coming to Martinsville this weekend? Uh, I don't. No, I cannot. I have the ATP test I take. Oh, that's a shame. We were we were gonna gonna present you with a one hundred thousand dollar check uh, for sponsorship for the next few years. So that's that's disappointing to hear. All right, I'm quitting. I'm coming. I mean, yeah, you don't need school. You're gonna doing you're a race some, car driver. Doing some test. I mean, not coming to the race because you got some test to do. What? Yeah, I know, but it. Is this coming out? I have to eat it out in school. All that important stuff. But, but, but I, w- I wish I could be down there. I know Jeff's racing. I wish I could be down there to help just to be there. You know, it's always fun to be down there um, watching those big races. I got to see Richmond. That was fun. Uh, I actually, when we were at Richmond, they had the simulator and the fan zone, and I, I actually went. It was really funny. Uh, they had Matt on the simulator for safety, and we went, set a bit up, we went out there and we ran, and then I ran out, right after that and put a faster time on him, flat and easy, and oh, on right. top of him on the board. Yeah, I remember seeing I that. Was, I, thought was, I thought that was really cool. Uh, that was, but all those NASCAR races were fun. You just get to be right there, and you get to see everything right there in front of you, so you don't get the feeling you get that, uh, on live TV, so I wish I could be in Martinsville, but I cannot this uh, this this week. All right, Connor. Anything else for uh, Daniel before we let him go? When you ran a faster lap than Matt, you should have just turned to him and told him to hand over the keys. That uh, 
you were just going to take the 95 out for the night and, and compete with it. That's pretty impressive, though. To run a faster lap on a sim than a cup guy at a cup regular track, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it was, you know, the cup guy sometimes, it, it, it's the sim, like, if you don't have a lot of practice with it, sometimes it can be a little weird. But, you know, it's, it, I think, you, I just, uh, I got a lot of respect for all those guys, and they do, it's where the difference is with when they're able to step through something and do it in real life in the sim, and they can, they do a very good job at it. So, you know, I was just, that was just a fun time to be able to do. Um, and just visualize. I got to meet a few people. So, I mean, that's kind of, that's just cool. I just like that I have that picture of that scoreboard. So. No, that's awesome. Daniel, listen, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to uh, call in and talk with us. Uh, and, um, I mean, we can't wait to see you in person soon, see you back out on the track, get down get down to South Boston or somewhere. And uh, I know Connor wants to, you know, take a car out, so we'll, we'll... – We'll get our people to talk to your people and see if we can make that happen. Hey, I have the waiver. Yeah, I have the waiver ready to sign. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what we're looking to. Um, I would go on my go kart track first. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we drive up to DC and like meet Daniel and his dad at a go kart track, and we do that first? Because that's like that's bush league. That's like me going down and and that's like me going down a few levels of racing. <laughs> Uh, all right, Daniel. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank you. All right, absolutely, and take care, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Yeah, thank you. Thanks. All right, always great to chat with Daniel. And it's been, it was cool because we met him, what, in the spring at Martinsville? Yeah. And I think we really had a connection with him. And then we started to go down to South Boston, watch him race, uh, got to know his uh, his dad um, and, and his mom, and I just, man, I, I, I see so much in him and, and so hope that this he continues to advance, which I, I feel like he will. And I'm looking forward to us like going to a truck race one day and he, him, him racing. And we got hot passes and we're standing in his hauler. That's what I'm looking for. One day. One day, maybe. So, I mean, I don't know how many years that's going to be from now, but uh, hopefully soon. Uh, all right, so uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to wrap this thing up. Hey, we've got eight ball questions. Um, and uh, then we'll do the we'll, we'll, you know, final touch on the next race, and uh, then we'll wrap this thing up. So, Crash. Trouble. Ready to take the first step? Getting a prescription for Viagra starts with talking to your doctor about your symptoms. If you're ready to have your Viagra talk, here are some ways to help you start the conversation. Viagra is not right for everybody, <laughs> but your doctor can prescribe Viagra if you think it's right for you, and you will need a prescription. Viagra, helping men all across the world. Thank you, Mark Martin. Just want to be, give a big up to Mark Martin. You know it's helped him all these years. Ooh, Blue Chew. No, Blue Chew. You should have done Blue Chew. Blue Chew. What's this? Answer, answer, answer. Uh, this is Timothy. Hello, Matthew. Uh, sorry. Hi, Timothy. This is Tasha with American Mortgage on Recorded Line. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. We're just contacting today to let you know that you are pre-qualified for a home finance with Ameritrade based on information that we received from the credit report. It does look like you're in the market trying to refinance, is that correct? Uh, you know, I'm not sure, um, but I'll, I'll have to get back to you and let you know, okay? Thanks so much. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, another great uh, guest on the podcast. Love yeah, having credit unions like, call. That was like Grand Home Furnishing called. Now, who did I think it was? I don't Ray know. Everham or somebody? No, it wasn't Everham. It was uh, it, Cozy. Cozy. Oh, Cozy. Mm. Yeah. 
He's um, on this Timothy. Have we? All right, where are we? Are we? Have we come back from break yet? Yep. Uh, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, Blue Chew. You should have done Blue Chew. Well. Um, uh, or no? What's that? I was watching that video. I was watching that YouTube video. Um, and it was, uh, it was. Remember that was the the the, the one about sponsors, um, you know, not paying teams. And it was this other one that was on there. Inza, Inza, uh, extends. Extends. Yeah, they did that. They did. They ruined somebody's yeah. career. Yeah, Kevin Conway. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, and I didn't realize the Tabasco. We're we're way off topic on what, on what we're talking about. Like yeah, they, Tabasco, they like we're all <laughs> in <laughs> on Todd Bodine. <laughs> they, they screwed him over. And I mean, they were. And then they fired Todd Bodine, and they didn't tell Tabasco, and they didn't tell Tabasco they switched manufacturers, and Tabasco got so mad, and they left the sport and never came back. Um. Love me some Tabasco. <laughs> All right. I hate Tabasco. See, oh. I'm not. People that like put Tabasco on everything is like uh, crazy. Hey. Cole puts tobacco on his green beans. Tobacco. <laughs> he puts tobacco on his green beans. And macaroni and you cheese. You said tobacco. Oh, tobacco? <laughs> tabasco. He puts it on his green beans. Yeah, and his, he'll, he'll put, uh, he'll make macaroni and cheese and put, uh, We'll put ranch in there with Tabasco. Oh, my God. Oh, see, to me, that just I, – I would not be able to get that down. I would gag. Uh, Go love that. And I'm like a huge ranch dressing fan, but I would gag at that. He said shit um, like it's I mean, last speaking of ranch dressing, let me give myself a selfish selfish plug. I'm like going to be on uh, – what's that show called? Ridiculousness again. You know, I chugged ranch dressing like 20 years ago on some radio show. And uh, it's like all over. Everybody wants to watch it now. So there. Kudos to me. I was so hungry last night. You know what I did at two in the morning? What? Because I, you know, the uh, kids eat everything from the house. There's no, no food left in the house. Um, but there was a can of black-eyed peas. At two in the morning, I made a can of black-eyed peas and then cut up red onions and put in it. And it tasted like uh, baked, or it tasted like what are the you know you eat beans and you put onion. Uh, oh, dog. <laughs> That's but it was pretty good. Two in the morning, I was fixing black-eyed peas and chopping onions up and putting them in there. Yeah, so that's that's how my two a.m. went. I uh, also want to give a, a shout out to Ryan Long, who took the victory in the Hollywood Casino Four Hundred at Kansas. That was his first win since twenty fifteen. It comes in the twenty nineteen NASCAR Strictly Stock Series for the lead sponsoring that series. Uh, so check out ATLRA Racing League. On Twitter, that's ATLRA Association. So go there, check that out on Twitter. Pretty cool. All right, we've got to do the eight ball as we wrap this thing up. What question do you want to ask the eight ball? Uh, will Cobbush win this weekend? <laughs> Has the eight ball ever been right? Was it right about Chase getting in the chase? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. We're really loud, but there's our eight ball music. I think I asked, and it didn't it say don't ask or something. So yeah. all right, here we go. Is Kyle Bush going to win at Martinsville? The answer is yes for sure. Yes! A-ball never yes lies! for sure. If it uh, lies, we're breaking your phone at Martinsville. Now, just uh, for those, I, I, I went a little cheap, and I just downloaded the free 8-ball app. I didn't go buy an 8-ball. Uh, it's um, not in the budget yet. So, um, all right, here we go. Will I'm Chase go, Elliott make the Final Four? No, I'm, I'm going to go even further. Will Chase Elliott win the championship? Mm. I have no idea. Will mm. Kyle Busch win the championship? Don't ask. He'll win this weekend, though, so we're in, we're in the final four. Don't ask. Will Joey Logano make the final four? Yes, for sure. Shit. Mm. That might not be good for you. That's not good for Chase. No more eight ball. No more eight ball. Yeah. 
All right. Um, so just as we wrap this thing up, excited about Martinsville this weekend. I'm super stoked about going down there. How many hot dogs are you eating? I'm not eating any hot dogs. Is a hot dog a sandwich it's or disgusting. Is, hot, is a hot dog considered a sandwich? Um, it goes on bread, so right? You know what actually I think a hot dog is considered? A sub. I don't know. Depends how you eat it. Um, because most subs, you split you split it open and you put the meat in mm. and you put whatever else in and you eat it that way. So it's but like you, a hoagie. But you really don't. Mm. I don't know. Depends how you eat it. Well, what do you mean it depends on how you eat it? Well, I well, guess you, have to you don't need a side. sub cockeyed. <laughs> what person you know who eats a sub cockeyed? I mean, you just ate a Subway sub. How was that? Did you eat it cockeyed? No, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm not eating any hot dogs. They're way overrated at Martin. I know people I'm who sorry. eat hot dogs like a corn on the cob. I like the I like Nathan's hot dogs. Oh, but you what? I know people who eat hot dogs like corn on the cob. That's that's weird. <laughs> But I mean, doesn't your hand get smaller? You got to keep going in. I, mean, I don't know, dude. I, mean, I don't. Or, really. or, or you bite the middle out of it, and then you're holding both the ends. I don't really like hot dogs. I mean, I'll eat them on the grill, Nathan's hot dogs, but that's it. Um, so hoping for good weather at Martin's. What are we gonna do Sunday? We don't have track passes Sunday. We're gonna actually just kind of enjoy, enjoy it as a fan. Just go around and see the amenities and and like the team Chevy tent and the. Probably so. I mean, yeah. what, what do you want me to do? Um, we're going to be in the pits mm-hmm. all day on. I mean, we're going to see everybody. We're going to have the opportunities. Barring weather, we would not. Well, you've been monitoring the weather. I thought it was going to be nice. Well, let's check the weather now. You've you know, been. Changing. I mean, we're going to have the opportunities on Saturday to to see the Truck Series drivers, to see the Cup Series drivers, Yo! to be mm-hmm. in what? Saturday is. Oh, look 30, at that low. Thirty percent chance of rain during the day. Really. Forty percent at night. Is that Martinsville or is that here? Martinsville. And then Sunday we're looking at rain possible in the morning, but it it's it's still, race. it still could change. But look at the low. It's it's thirty five percent chance of rain during the day, seventy four percent chance of rain at night. We're going Monday racing. I'm off Monday. It's a holiday, so well, I'm off Monday too. So oh man, that is um boy. That was looking much better yesterday when you checked. Yeah, it'll probably change throughout the week. But I didn't realize lows were going to be in the 30s. That's going to be a typical ball race in March. Yeah, bring them North Face gloves you bought in Vegas. They're wrapped up. Aww. They're under the tree. What the hell are we going to wear? <laughs> I've got a pair of North Face gloves upstairs oh. in the closet. So, um, yeah, and I've got, I've got like, I've got, I still got plenty of North Face gear. I've got plenty of gloves. Okay. So, uh, we'll be. You don't have plenty of winds and heat for though. You have a Jeff Gordon jacket that you can wear. No, that You'll thing be warm in that. That thing will get destroyed and, and uh, cold. I mean, well, if it rains, keep you warm. Oh well, it keep, definitely keep. You, you got warm. a raincoat? Yeah, I have a raincoat. So there you go. Yeah, I'm good. and I've got actually uh, like long johns. I may wear long johns Sunday. You're dude. Bring, Franklin you County know. corn if, and bread. No, if it's not sunny and it doesn't look like it's gonna be, and it's only gonna be in the mid fifties. That race ends. The sun is going down as that race ends. It is going to be cold. Do you remember? It's cold I last believe year. it. You were shaking. Yeah, but we were also under the canopy for the whole race, so it was yeah, just we had no, anyways. we had no air. I mean, we had no heat whatsoever. It was freezing up there, um, and I had a big beam in front of me. So, yeah. um, all right. Any other any other thoughts before we? Nope, um, that's it. That's it. Tune in to um, if you're not going to the race, tune in to Martinsville on what NBC, NBCSN. Again, it's probably on NBC. Oh well, t- uh, just a, a quick plug for you because you're going to be doing some vlogging while we're down there. So uh, yeah. how can people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Connor Bun on YouTube at Connor Bun on Instagram, 
and at Connor Blunt on Twitter. Twitter's been kind of blowing up for me a little bit. Appreciate you guys. But uh, yeah, find me there. Gonna have a couple cool, cool vlogs coming. So you're vlogging uh, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, and is this going to be kind of for the fans that follow you? They've seen your blogs from gosh, it feels like there've been a lot now. We've been at Br- first vlog was Bristol. Yeah. Then you did the well. I've only done two race vlogs or three. Bristol, Darlington. Done way more than that. No race vlogs. Yeah, Bristol, Darlington, and in uh, Charlotte. Oh, Roval. Roval. Yeah. yeah. So we've done three. You've done three race vlogs. This will be like um, four or five. So could um, be six this year. Anything, if we go to I mean, anything you're excited about maybe to do on the vlogs or what do you? looking to showcase for the fans uh, i don't know because this will be the first time that we've i mean normally we go in the pits we're there for a few hours excuse me excuse me a few hours and then we're out yeah uh we're gonna be in the pits all day at martinsville the truck yeah. race is going to be going on yeah i don't know i don't know what to expect so maybe uh media center i don't know i don't know martinsville so so crazy you don't even know what's happening so just catch that on the blog get a fight maybe one of these truck drivers will get into a big fight after the race yeah maybe we'll see one of our nas favorite nas truckers get into a fight maybe we'll see cozy well, Cozy's supposed to be. I mean, we're we're sitting in the same section as him on Sunday. Yeah, we so, gotta we gotta get him in the vlog. Um, you should know. I mean, we should we should yeah. see Cozy for sure. I would imagine he might be down in the pits on Saturday. Oh, I don't Does know. Did I get that? Mm, he goes on Saturday, but he doesn't really. He's there like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but I don't think he gets pit passes. Well, and next week's podcast gonna be on Tuesday. Um, what? Yeah, it's gonna be on Tuesday next week. Why? Well, we gotta we gotta edit your your vlog oh, on Monday, yeah. but we also have Bob Bob Pockris calling in oh, on yeah. Tuesday. So Pockris is calling in on Tuesday. Fox Sports reporter, everybody's favorite reporter, the hardest working man in the garage. Area. We're gonna chat with him on for the lead on Tuesday. I forgot about that. Forgot to to talk about that earlier in the show. So it's exciting to have Bob call in, get his thoughts. We're gonna do the eight ball with Bob. Ooh, kind of like that name of that. Segment. I want to know what questions he wants to know. Bob. Eight ball with Bob. Eight ball with Bob. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. Crash. Trouble.